You're listening to Together by AGCI. I'm Marissa Butterworth. Ethiopia has been on the news a lot lately because they are a country in crisis. Last year, they were hit by COVID, then a locust infestation swept through the region, affecting millions of people across East Africa. In addition to all of that, they are a country at war and in urgent need of assistance. Today, I had the opportunity to connect over Zoom with Angeline Salyer, AGCI's Ethiopia Program Director and someone that I consider to be a dear friend and an amazing Ethiopian travel buddy. She's home for a week and agreed to hop on a call despite suffering from crazy jet lag. She literally just got home. Angeline moved to Ethiopia this past summer to assist in opening our Ethiopian Child Advocacy Center in the capital city of Addis Ababa. Amid so much devastation, this home offers a glimmer of hope, and our team in Ethiopia and here in the U.S. have been working tirelessly these past couple of years to make this a huge success. Listen in and get an update on all things Ethiopia. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I, like you said, I just got in actually yesterday. Um, it's a quick trip back home uh, to take care of some things, but uh, excited to be back in Ethiopia after about a year and a half uh, with COVID and all the travel restrictions. So man, it's great to be back and um, already can't wait to go back. So very excited. Well, I'm so excited that to be able to talk to you and hear more about everything, and we just appreciate you like even just coming on here. Can you just share a little bit from your time that you spent there about what the current climate is right now in Ethiopia? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it's the current climate in Ethiopia right now is I will I will just say it's a bit different than how it's been historically. Uh, there's, as you mentioned, a lot going on in the country, and it has just resulted in, um, man, I don't even know the right word to say, but probably just this complex um, feeling that arises when you're there and kind of not just hearing the news from afar, but seeing it all in person. And um, yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously a lot of hope for peace um, in the coming months and years in Ethiopia, but there's a lot that um, is being worked through right now. And um, the climate's just a little bit, a little bit rough at times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that everyone expects that to a certain degree, like that they're, that's why we're in that country. Have you noticed a difference from the last time you were there, which was with me back in October of 2019? Mm -hmm. Can you share, is there a difference, um, especially after the recent elections and like the overall outlook of people in Ethiopia? Absolutely. Yeah. The tone, I mean, when we were there back in 2019, um, there was a new prime minister and the tone was a little bit more uplifting. Um, and just with all of the recent events, um, it's just, uh, you know, there's so much, like I said, there's so much we can't see from the ground over here. And, um, and so I feel like the tone has just shifted a little bit and not to say that there's not, um, hope anymore or, or whatnot, but, um, it's just kind of destabilized, uh, some of, um, political relationships, um, Obviously, uh, families are at risk of, you know, going deeper into poverty just with 
the lack of resources available right now. So overall, um, I would say that there's obviously still, um, I mean, the culture there is just incredible. People are so kind and they give you the shirt off their back at any moment, but um, there's still, there's just a fear of the unknown, I think is, Mm -hmm. I guess, the best way to put it. Um, It's just a little bit of a fear of um, what this could do long-term relationally um, to just communities in Ethiopia and the country in general. Yeah. Well, so many people um, went on and gave toward our emergency relief campaign that we did um, for Ethiopia last month. Um, what has that specifically done for the people of Tigray right now? Like, and that's the northern region of Ethiopia, and we serve kids um, in that whole area within our sponsorship program. How have we so far been able to, you know, help the people of Tigray? Absolutely. Well, um, for those who don't know, that's obviously the location of where most of the um, the situation in Ethiopia is occurring with the war um, between the federal government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, uh, the TPLF. And so that's um, where that conflict has been primarily happening over the last six months or so, since about November. Um, and AGCI has been thankfully able to be present in Tigray for a number of years. We used to facilitate adoptions, as you know, out of that region and then continued to stay in that region to um, see what we could do about more deeply impacting vulnerable children and families. So we do have a longstanding relationship with a lot of the Women's and Children's Affairs offices and local community WARADA offices, as they're called, um, in that region. And we've been um, actively facilitating sponsorship support there for many number of years, um, I want to say seven or eight years now, uh, doing sponsorship support and targeting the most vulnerable children and families. So once this once this conflict um, happened, of course, it was incredibly destabilizing to the um, to all of the infrastructure there on the ground. So all of the local offices, um, all of the families that receive support, um, and especially the communications blackout, made it difficult to, um, we do have a staff member up there um, who's been continuing to work hard on making sure that we're able to continue support, but the communications blackout has made it difficult. And just with some other infrastructure issues, um, it's, yeah, it's just been a little bit difficult to continue the work um, in the same way that we have been over the last few years. However, all of that continued support from our sponsors, the emergency relief fund that we were able to Um, receive an overwhelming response from our donors and supporters, which has been just amazing to see the hearts for Ethiopia and in a time of crisis like this, man, I mean, we just, I think I can speak on behalf of the team in Ethiopia to say that we are just so grateful for that. Um, And that's gone a long way. We've been able to, um, we have been able to distribute uh, a lot of that support um, on the ground in Tigray. And so um, even though there's still this crisis happening uh, just last week, we were able to uh, give that support and facilitate that support to um, dozens of families who really need it the most there, who have been impacted by um, violence and uh, famine and uh, just a number of issues. So we're so grateful for that support and we can't wait to the nice, like I said, we do have a staff member up there who's still actively working on the ground each and every day, communicating with all He's of the amazing. Offices. Yes. Yeah. Tedessa, Tedessa is just an incredible person who cares deeply for all those families. And yeah. um, we're doing what we can to, to remain steadfast and, and reaching them. Yeah. And our commitment. And I mean, Ethiopia is such an interesting 
place and beautiful place and and it's primarily agricultural you know they they rely on that for their food and jobs and um with, with all of the hard things that we're seeing in Ethiopia um obviously like there's famine there's job loss they've been hit by covid but they don't have the tests and they don't have uh, you know the vaccine readily available there've been so many things piling up but i feel like we do have a reason to be hopeful right now and um it is because um we are finally on our end able to open the AGCI Child Advocacy Home in Addis Ababa, which is the capital city of Ethiopia. And it's something that your team on the international team have been working on. You guys have been working on it for years. And um, our Ethiopia team, this is something that's been a long time coming. They're the most incredible uh group of people and um, they love so well and so deeply and I know they've seen this need for a place um, for people to call home for a little bit while they find healing. Will you just share a little bit about the Child Advocacy Home and why we are hopeful and why it's so important right now? I would be happy to. As you mentioned, this Child Advocacy Center has been really a long time coming for AGCI. We um, the last few years, and, and of course, we've been continued to stay present in Ethiopia ever since the closing of international adoption in a variety of ways, intervening for vulnerable kids and families. But these last couple of years, we really took a step back and challenged ourselves to think how we could truly impact the most vulnerable population in Ethiopia and really felt that God was calling us to not only um, intervene for the one and for the ch- and for the one child, which we will be doing with this home, and I'll explain a little bit more about that, but also for the many and to see generational change and impact. And this home um, will do both of those things. I am truly confident in. We're um, so excited. Like I said, we'll be launching this child advocacy center in the capital city of Addis Ababa, and uh, really the goal of this home is to provide a new model of care that isn't seen in the Ethiopian government or really anywhere at this point um, for reunifying children who have been separated from Mm -hmm. families. Um, It's estimated that there are about 600,000 children living on the streets in in Ethiopia, um, Mm -hmm. 100,000 of them in Addis Ababa alone. Um, But these girls that we'll be working with, um, they're kind of the hidden faces of this population. They they really are. um, They're not, you don't necessarily see them when you're driving down the road. Um, They're often sent into the city by their families um, to find work out of desperation, out Mm. of poverty, um, only to um, come to the realization that there is no work. And most of these girls end up um, working and living as house servants, um, being abused, being trafficked. Um, There's just a number of traumas that these girls face. And so our goal with this home is to, um, we're going to, we're going to be providing this new model of care in five different ways. We call it our five P's here at AGCI. And uh, ultimately, um, this home will prevent children, like I mentioned, from living in institutions or on the streets um, by reunifying them with their families. So we'll identify their families if they have biological families um, and um, work toward a reunification plan for successful reintegration back into family care. Um, While they're in the home, we'll be providing um, a safe, holistic Um, care home environment for these children. As I mentioned, they have all gone through significant trauma and and stressful Mm -hmm. experiences uh, in their time separated. And so we'll be um, using the principles of TBRI um, to 
um, heal children and prepare them to reenter family care while also simultaneously working with families um, to prepare them for that reintegration as well so that they understand uh, what their children have have really experienced um, while being away. And so we have a full team that will be trained in TBRI principles. All of our staff um, in this home will be um, using these principles on a day-to-day basis. And we're so excited to be um, really building that into the culture of this home. Uh, We'll be placing children, uh, like I said, back into uh, family care. And when reunification isn't possible, or maybe when it isn't safe, we'll be working with Uh, local offices to place children into local adoptive or foster care families when reunification Hmm. isn't possible, Um, and then preparing older children. So there's going to be this population of older girls who maybe have been separated for a number of years um, and can't reintegrate back into family care. And so we'll be working to prepare them for that transition back into community with job training, with education, um, and working on a reintegration plan for those older girls. And then the last one, which almost is uh, one of the most important pieces is the policy piece. Um, we are blessed to have a longstanding relationship or longstanding relationships in Ethiopia with yes. the local ministry of women's and children's affairs at the local regional level, but also at the federal level. And what we would love to see is, um, to create policy that can scale this model so that we can replicate this all over the country and show that this is how we can truly make generational change for the most vulnerable children in Ethiopia and do that by training local leaders to replicate the work, um, to scale, to impact um, these kids and families. So we're really excited about all these different areas and feel that we're, we're well-equipped AGCI at this point to, to, to do that. We've seen, you know, all of our work uh, kind of explode in Colombia and now we're taking this model to Ethiopia and we can't wait. I'm so excited. I really, this model is uh, incredible to me because AGCI, we're not a huge organization. We're not a relief organization per se, um, but we're really good at doing this. And um, and my favorite part is that we take this and we give it to the government and they can replicate that. Um, so when we see, when we talk about this one home that we're starting, it's like, oh, well, is that a drop in the bucket? Like what, when you're saying there's 600,000 kids on the street, but the goal would be that we do this really well and we take this model and we give it to other, to the government to help replicate all over the country um, so that we can get these kids home. And um, that just blows me away. And beyond getting the kids home, like it makes me excited because we're a part of healing the trauma that they've been through. And I think that's where it like comes right down to is that there's just such a huge, they've been through more than we can even understand. And um, so our Ethiopia team will be working on that, that end of things and, and they do get it and they understand and there's so much beauty in that. And um, I just, I just think that part's the most incredible, the most exciting to me, because obviously we both love the people of Ethiopia. Um, And Ethiopia is such an incredible place. Like I want to I want to mention, of course, they have all of these um, things that have hit them really hard over the years. And there's so there are so many dynamics to that. Um, But the people of Ethiopia want better things. They just 
you know, have struggled through the years. It's not that they don't want good things for their families and they don't want good things for their children. They do. So for us to be able to have built this relationship with them and have some ways that we can come alongside them in partnership um, and, and help with what we know. And then, you know, they can take this and build this to be their own thing, just like we've done in Colombia. Like that's just, to me, um, that's huge. I agree. I agree. I will just say that you said a word that just stands out to me so much and that's relationship. Yes. Um, I feel like the people of Ethiopia are so good at that. Um, we talk about TBRI principles, connecting, correcting, and empowering and connecting. They do that so well already. Yes. Um, relationship is huge. And that's really, we wouldn't, AGCI would never be where we're at in Colombia and Ethiopia, wherever we're at without intentionally crafting and building relationship and empowering local leaders. And that's why we've been able to have an impact um, in these countries is because as Liz Bohannon, one of my favorite authors once said, the goal is not for people to be the hero of someone else's story, but for the people to be the hero of their own story. And when we can get people to believe in the power of um, healing and change. Um, And when we can give uh, tangible tools for that and invite people in to see that change can be made, um, that's when we see generational impact. It's not just a Band-Aid. We won't see change overnight. This is deep, hard work. And this Reunification Homeless Child Advocacy Center is going to be deep, hard work. Um, But we know that our local staff on the ground who really is, who really are the pillars of this work. They believe yeah. in TBRI. They believe in the power of healing. They believe in changing Ethiopia and they're going to do that. And it's, yeah. it's only when we believe in them and when we can empower local leaders to do this work where we'll see change. We're not going to see change if we step into a country and just share our beliefs and our, you know, Western style of doing things like exactly we've started hiring staff, which is awesome. Um, and we'll be facilitating a full staff uh, trauma-informed training for all of our uh, staff in the home that's going to be led specifically by our uh, current Ethiopia staff, who two of them will be uh, TBRI, uh, Trust-Based Relational Intervention Practitioners. Um, so it'll be a that's incredible. culturally incredible. appropriate trauma-informed training for all of the staff. And then we will be ready to launch um, shortly after. Amazing. I'm so excited. I've been watching and waiting and we've all been waiting for this for so long. And I think we felt like it was a gut punch when COVID hit. But I think it's um, like God just has kind of known and it gave us other opportunities to get more people trained and and be even more ready and do this really, really well. So as we move forward, we'll definitely be updating our listeners. We're going to talk to you again after the home opens and hear how everything's going. But um, I think that there are a couple ways for people to become involved in this home. And I know there are so many people that love Ethiopia as much as we do. And I just want to first off mention that we need your support. Like if you are passionate about Ethiopia and seeing change in that country, you can go on and um, contact us. You everything will be, you know, we'll have everything linked, or and you can give toward this home and toward keeping it open and being the best place for these young girls uh, to come. But how can we also be praying right now, Angeline, as we're nearing the opening? Like, what can we pray for for Ethiopia? What can we pray for for the home? 
yeah, I think you you hit the nail on the head there. There's uh, we could use individual prayers for our team, but also for the country as a whole, just for, um, for our team specifically, man, they just work day in and day out and they, um, they're just incredible. They, they want to see this home and it come to fruition. And so they're willing to do, they're willing to work long days, um, weekends if needed. I mean, we just, we could use some prayers for just continued strength and perseverance as we enter into this final stretch. Um, it's all very, very exciting, but as you know, there's a lot that goes into just each and every piece and every detail and every program and, um, every, you know, furnishing plan and budget. And I mean, there's just, there's a million little things, but, um, we're nearing the finish line, but I would just uh, ask for prayers for our team specifically on the ground, um, doing that work day in and day out. Okay. Uh, and as Ethiopia, like you said, Ethiopia as a whole, um, I would just encourage everyone to just be keeping this beautiful country at the forefront um, of their you know, prayers and thoughts. There's so many beautiful things, so many beautiful people in Ethiopia. Um, but like we mentioned, there's just there's some really complex issues at hand. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, there's over 80 languages that are spoken in all of Ethiopia. You can imagine the the different tribes and the different opinions and all of the, you know, the various uh, issues at hand, but you know, there's, there's still so much hope. And I would just pray for, for peace and for resolution and for God's hand in it all, which we all know it is, but um, uh, we know that uh, there's, better days to come. Yes. I believe it. I think I believe that there are better days to come for Ethiopia and we will pray for peace and for the team and for you because I mean, thankfully you're home for a hot second. So we um, were able to get on Wi-Fi (laughs) to record (laughs) this and then you head back and you're going to be there for a while longer, right? Yeah, well, I mean, a little bit to be determined. Just uh, <laughs> we'll see. You know, we'll, try, we'll see. Just you know, given current situation. But yeah, the goal would be to. I'm headed back uh, early next week already on Tuesday, and then um, we'll stay through the launch of the home, and probably as long as I'm needed there to kind of help continue to support the team. But uh, yeah, it'll be. It's it's so good to be back and back in Ethiopia, and also back here for a minute. But yes. Um, yeah, would would love some prayer. So thank you, Marissa. Yes, well, we'll pray for you. Thank you for everybody listening to this right now. We really just appreciate you and the time that you you gave to getting an update on Ethiopia. It means so much to all of us at All God's Children, both here in the United States and in Ethiopia, our team there. It just it means the world. So thank you. And thank you, Angeline, for being here and um, taking the time when I know you're jet lagged and like in the middle of the craziest time of your life. So I just really, really appreciate that you would even take the time to do this, especially when you feel this way. So I love you and I'm so thankful. That was Angeline Salyer, AGCI's Ethiopia Program Director. Angeline will be back in December to share more about the Child Advocacy Center we are opening. When we recorded this podcast, we hadn't yet landed on the perfect name for the home, but we have one now that I get to share with you. It is officially called the AGCI and Tim Tebow Foundation House of Hope. We are so thankful to have the Tim Tebow Foundation partnering with us to make this home a reality. 
Thank you for listening to Together by AGCI. If you liked what you heard, make sure to go on and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we wouldn't be upset if you took a second to rate or review us. If you'd like to read or watch even more stories and check out what we're doing at AGCI, head to our website at allgodschildren.org. And make sure you also follow us on Instagram at allgodschildren. I look forward to sharing another story of hope the next time we're together. In the meantime, I'll talk to you soon.